Hello, everybody. We are those guys you hate. Welcome to the show that encourages you to be your best self by not being like us. My brother and I hopelessly search for nuance as we wade through wacky segments and crazy conversations. If you can withstand the insanity, you might actually learn something. Tyler, what are you going to be getting into this week? Ryan, say hello to Egypt as we welcome them into the fold with another international hello. Hello, Egypt. And another Ryan Menendez observations because there is a specific behavior of yours that I really need to get to the heart of. What about you, Ryan? I'm excited. On this week's show, we find out what happens every year at 11-11 on 11-11. And we meet America's cheapest man. So let's get into it. I'm a contrarian, Tyler. You are. Always have been. You are. Always will be. No, but why? I, Why would you say that? I don't think that that has a negative connotation to it, a contrarian. And, and it isn't the way that I mean it. Okay. Does, does that have an inherently negative connotation? That you disagree with everything? Yes. Well, you could disagree in a way that's fun. You could, I guess I mean it in the way of, I think, and of course I am self-aggrandizing. That's kind of the way this show goes. I think that I think differently than most people. I, I don't mean it as I'm going to fight everybody on everything. Perhaps I'm using the wrong word. I was going to say. Perhaps we should start over. You're setting it up to say a contrarian means that no matter what you say, I am going to disagree with you. Well, I don't think we should disagree on everything. That's how you get flat earthers. That's how I, I tell her I disagree with that. What do you disagree with? here's what I disagree with sayings that are in vogue. Okay. There's always every now and then there's a fad on these little things that we say and everybody starts saying them. Here's the problem. We lose the originality and how we talk to each other. We're all just throwing cliches and platitudes back and forth at each other. Do you agree? Yeah, but that's how humanity works. Every bit of information you've ever learned up to this point is something somebody figured out beforehand and you're just getting caught up. Very rarely do we ever have an original thought as a species. And when we do, those people really stand out. I disagree. (laughs) And that's why I'm a contrarian, Tyler. If we all just stop throwing cliches at each other, we could have some actual thought provoking conversation. <laughs> okay, give me one. Okay, no worries. <laughs> Everybody all of a sudden, no worries. No worries. Hey, I'm so sorry this happened. No worries. I Lots of worries. I have lots of worries. Stop saying no worries to me. I say no worries. I hate it. I disagree with it. Tyler, that one I respect. Quite the contrary to how you live. But I'm not saying, don't project that bad juju I'm on me, t- Rick and Bobby. I'm contradictory. <laughs> but, but I'm not saying, when I say no worries, I'm not saying I don't have any worries. You have plenty of worries. I have plenty, but so, do, so does everybody. I am saying, more than most, I would say. <laughs> but, it's like an Easter egg hunt. I just but, find them. But, and, and I forgot that I was the one who hid them. Yep. <laughs> but... When I say no worries, I am saying that what this thing that we're specifically talking about in this moment, whatever we're moving past in that moment, no worries on that. We're now moving past it. Think nothing more of it, sir. I understand the point that you're making Mm -hmm. and I understand what no worries means. I just don't think that everybody needs to be saying no worries at the same time. How about I can't unsee that. 
I can't unsee that. Sure. Things that can't be unseen. All of a sudden, seven years ago, somebody thought of putting un in front of C, and all of a sudden, there's an explosion across the entertainment landscape of America. So just so I'm clear, you're just upset that people copy each other. Well, you know what? When I started dating Nicole, who is from Venezuela, one of my favorite things about her was when she tried to explain something to me, it, she had to come up, she didn't know all these little cliches. She thought of how would I explain this? And I heard plenty of things that I had never heard before in my life. Uh, now I'm just around all these people, say less. Ryan, say less. Mm -hmm. You didn't come up with that. That's mm -hmm. like putting wash me on the back of a dirty car. Don't tell me to say less. Well, just an evolved form of TMI. Remember, everybody was saying TMI, TMI for quite a while there, and now it's say less, I guess. Let's go back to say less. Right now, you know what I'm getting a lot of? Hard stop. That's a hard, I'm going to put a hard stop on that. Do you know hard stop? I don't use that one. No, you shouldn't. <laughs> you sound like an asshole. Yeah, that one's pretty bad. Contrary to popular belief, my name is Ryan. And my name is Tyler. And we are those guys you hate. Salutations, my Haitians, and hello, Tyler, my co-host, my brother, my undercover lover. How are you today? Not how undercover works, Ryan. <laughs> Sorry. My over-the-cover lover. Tyler, happy one one oneth. Happy one one oneth to you as well, sir. November is the one one oneth. Today is eleven thirteen one 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 three. Yes. Does this mean anything to anyone but me? Uh, no, Ryan. For Good. those for those just joining our show, Ryan has a a particular passion for uh, numbers that repeat themselves. One 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 two two two. I prefer that to refer. Sort of I prefer to refer to it as an unhealthy obsession. Speaking of which, Tyler, you know what this means. <laughs> That means that you have mail, Tyler. Please. Yeah, this one more than the last one you had to explain the noise. Yeah, well, because <laughs> it doesn't connote. If you missed our last couple of shows, I, I gave Tyler a couple options on the new You Got Mail sound, and this is what we came up with. <laughs> it wasn't expected, but I think a good addition to the show. Instead of getting more specific, you got more yeah. arbitrary. Whatever. So. Can you please tell people what you are looking at in your mailbox? So this is a photo that Ryan has sent me that I believe this is in Washington, D.C. Have you seen this? I have seen this before. Which it, is, it, is, it is in Arizona. Oh, is it Arizona? Sure. And it's five slabs of what I assume are marble, one larger than the other. Correct. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. They're, they're obelisks. Obelisks, thank you. There is a circle cut out of each center obelisk coming down at an angle. So I assume that when the sun travels through all five circles, it forms what I see here on the ground, which is the uh, the great seal of the United States. And thank you. Each of the five marble pillars represents each branch of the armed forces. Oh, okay. And all right. What happens with the space force though? What are they going to add to that? It flies right through the middle, Tyler. <laughs> and on 11-11, at exactly 11-11, the Great Seal is lit up for exactly one minute. Now, that leaves me with this question. Can I just do this really quick? Would I never you? thought I'd be able to use this sincerely. 
Murica. That's amazing, huh? Murica. That is so cool. That's pretty effing awesome. So here is my question to you, and maybe it's a stupid one. The Earth is in the exact same position every year at the exact same time? No, it's just the angle of the sun. We're not in the same position ever. So we're, we're literally firing through the universe. I genuinely don't understand that at all. But I mean, the sun shines in the same place every year at yeah, 11, 11, we're on at 11, the same 11. Angle, not the same position. Okay, I don't understand any of that. And you know what else I don't understand, Tyler? Happy Death Day. I don't totally understand it. Is that where we celebrate somebody's death and we laugh at their family as we point and guffaw? No, Ryan. Is that I have that wrong? You have that wrong. Damn it! Although I do really respect your use of the word guffaw. <laughs> <laughs> I always bring it up when I'm talking about mourning family members. <laughs> yeah, Ryan. Yeah. Happy Death Day. For those that don't know, forget what Ryan said. For those that don't know, Happy Death Day is when somebody dies. Uh, we celebrate their life instead of just being all sad that they're dead. Although... That too. Yeah, we are sorry. I, I was just, that's kind of like my my rib here. You say happy death day, I do that whole thing. You do the whole thing and then you apologize for it after as if you're sure. apologetic and then you do it again. The I next would time. like to apologize to this person I'm unaware of so far. Ryan, we actually have two people that we're going to discuss on this one. Gallagher the comedian has died. Oh, that's terrible. He has died at the age of 76, uh, best known for smashing watermelons on stage, but he was a very brilliant comic. He had a very, very sharp wit, moved pretty fast. When I was but a a wee lad, Gallagher was my favorite. I I used to rent his videos from Blockbuster and watch him at home. Ah, Blockbuster. One of my first tastes and forays into stand-up comedy. Mm. Love Gallagher. And his brother. Known as Gallagher. They got into a fight because his brother went on. We can review. Is that true? Went on like tour as him. And they got into a huge legal <laughs> battle. <laughs> that sucks. That must have been a terrible experience. But that's a crazy story. Definite we can review for that. I'm telling you, siblings can be somewhat of a bitch, bro. Well, it's the ones closest to us that can hurt us the most, right? <laughs> ain't, ain't that the truth? I'm coming for you. Yeah. Anyway, yep. also, Ryan, Kevin Conroy, the original voice of of Batman on Batman the Animated Series. Ah, he classic. was the voice of Batman. Classic. Uh, and he has died at the age of 66. That's pretty, unfortunate. Pretty young man. Yeah, died of ah, died of cancer, Ryan. Really? Yeah. Wow, that's unfortunate. Yeah. So, that um, is... Uh, any comments? I was just going to say, coldly, didn't have anything in the utility belt for that. Not for cancer, ah, Ryan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to you and your estate. I apologize. Comedy show. Caltrops do nothing for cancer, That's Ryan. It doesn't trace, chase you. So to both Gallagher and Kevin Conroy, happy death day t- to both of you. And genuinely, thank you both for bringing so much uh, entertainment to the masses. Both of them were uh, integral in my uh, entertainment as a, a child. A youth. I love Batman the Animated Series. I'm sorry that I made fun of that guy. Genuinely uh, timeless. You can go back and watch it now. Still excellent. Probably didn't have a utility belt now that I think about it. Not having a utility belt makes me sad, Tyler. And you know what happens when I get sad? You cry like a little B-word? And then we do the Depression Index. Now what the Depression Index is, is a machine that I built with my hands and a batarang. Crank it up to let you know how down we are. Tyler, how you doing this week, brother? I'm good, Ryan. I'm in a weird place because I am getting it's to called the- called Doral. I am- 
getting to the heart of uh, some issues. And as I get closer to these deep, deep wounds inside of me, the defense mechanisms that I myself have set up unconsciously over the years are coming out in full force. I don't know if you've noticed recently, I have been uh, isolating very hard. And it's not the PlayStation Five. It is. Well, it doesn't help. But yeah. I've de- I was uh, I isolating. haven't seen you much. I haven't seen you much pre pre or post PlayStation Five. First of all, those things are still rare, so people are going to show up to our house, murder me, and take the PS Five. If you do, take Ryan with me. If please. I knew our address, I would give it right now. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Even the zip code you can't get. Two years into it, I have no clue where I live. But. As we get closer to these issues, the harder we are going to have to uh, come to terms with these uh, disassociative techniques that we have built up. I'm in the middle of it right now, Tyler. And we both are. You're talking to somebody right now I don't even know. Yeah, I just I, the windows are open, but nobody's behind the glass. We're closed for business, <laughs> but you can come in if you want. Come back later. <laughs> Uh, But I'm going to actually take a different turn. That was me personally. But my theme for everybody else out there is appreciating the changes in your body. Now, as we age, listen to me, as we age, our bodies, they grow older, Ryan. Not mine. Now, you look fantastic for 48. Now, I know that that's the most obvious statement in the world. But I want to acknowledge that when I say that, I don't mean the aesthetic aspect of our bodies because yes we eventually grow old if we're lucky wrinkle and we just don't look the same that's universal but what i mean is the cravings and the wants of our bodies right now a big one for me is alcohol i find the the craving for alcohol at one point in my life the centerpiece of my societal life sure hell my home life social lubrication baby but it was such a cornerstone for that social aspect and I still rely on it for the social aspect, as I said, but the want of it, even in the moment, I'm thinking, man, I really am not enjoying it sure. as much. Oh, the moment I have a drink, I, I chronicled on the show, I, I, I immediately become a little bit more sour. You know what I mean? For sure. But it is breaking these habitual traits, these behaviors, because if I don't want it and it's not doing anything beneficial for me, why am I still doing it? Well, you and I have talked, I think, because of our addiction issues and that pain that we would love to just put down for a minute that, you know, your first couple of drinks afford you. It's very hard for us to be around somebody who's drinking and not drink. For sure. But but why is my is my question? Because it it lowers that shield that you're carrying around all the time. Those first couple of drinks with alcohol, you're not kind of you know, surgically going over all of your thoughts. You're just kind of living in the moment. And I, I I know that for me at the very least, I don't want to speak for you. That's something that I've had trouble with, but it's nice to feel that freedom for a little bit, but then it all comes crashing down for sure. But my, my, uh, I guess epiphany, if you want to call it, that is we went to my stepmother's 70th uh, birthday or 70s birthday, excuse me. <laughs> very different. Those <laughs> my, are very different. My mistake. <laughs> and I remember being there and then there's like, there must've been, dozens of people, 40, 50 people there. And that need, that want, that craving for the drink, as you said, to lower those shields, wasn't there that much. I really didn't feel the need. I was happy talking to people without needing to down these drinks. But the the desire, the, the word I was looking for was habitual aspect of this behavior. I, I don't want it anymore, but I'm still doing it. Sure. And that's what I'm saying. As we move away from these cravings, the habitual behavior is going to make us want to do it again, again, and again, and again. So pay attention to the wants and needs in your body and realize that these 
behaviors aren't serving you us anymore. Sure. So that was a very, very verbose way of saying, I'm at a five this week, Ryan. Spin that thing, dog. One, two, three, four, five. Suck it, machine. You never done anybody any good. Gross. That is uh, somebody's knuckle is over here. Gay it up, Tyler. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be the caboose on your little train here, Tyler. And what I'm gonna do is it's adorable. I am going to kind of say what you're saying in a different way. Mental health is not unlike working out. And what I think that is, as somebody who drank very heavily that night in which you speak with my mutton chops and my Hulk Hogan mustache. I think that very often... At least you look like a person who was going to drink heavily. <laughs> I showed up ready for a party. I don't know. It's like a you know like a snake with the bright colors. I told you I was poisonous. What do you fucking want from me, man? Mental health is not unlike working out. How does working out work, Tyler? If you go to the gym, you, you lift heavy weights, what happens? Well, I don't do that. But uh, if it, somebody sure. were to do You've that... You've seen a YouTube of this. Fools. Uh... They, it is breaking down the muscles so then it can rebuild back up stronger than before. That is exactly it. Mental health is pushing through your comfort zone to build resistance to these things. It is getting through a night without drinking and then waking up in the morning and being like, that wasn't so bad. Sure. I could see myself doing that again. That wasn't so crazy. And I don't have to apologize to people this morning. Like I did the day after our party where I had mutton chops and a, a, a Hulk Hogan mustache, you Tyler. bring that up. As if, as if it's integral to the story. I told you I was here to party. Uh, Tyler, I'm in, in a lot of ways right now, I'm going through um, my worst case scenario. I'm going through my, my, what is always what I've struggled with my whole life. And it's been very hard for me. And also I'm seeing huge parts of me that is handling this better than I ever have. I still got plenty of problems and I still have a lot of growth that needs to be grown. But uh, I, I see my progress. As painful as this can be, I see my progress. So I also, Tyler, believe it or not, am at a five this week. Whoa. One, Whoa, yeah. Two, yeah. On the same level. Brian, do you know what that means? What's that? You were a five? I was, I was a five. I was, uh, yes, we were both at fives. For the first time ever on this show, we both were the same number. What? Five what? and five. That's five crazy. And five. Whoa. Yeah, what know, are the chances? We could do a million shows, and I don't think that that would happen again. Crazy. Speaking of happening for the first time on one of our shows, I have a new segment, Tyler. I have a new segment that I want to try. Um, the thing is with this show, much as the beginning of the show has been, we devolve into just talking about ourselves. We devolve into talking about our feelings. We devolve into making, you know, pee pee and poo poo jokes on the show. And, and often our intelligence, I think kind of gets lost in the shuffle. And, and, and sometimes I think the show just kind of gets a little dark. What do you think about that? I think it very much, uh, instead of keeping a constant pace, I think it, this show very much relies on how we feel in the moment. So sometimes we can come in and have the serious discussion and it's great pacing. And then other times we come in and we're a bit fervent because sure. that's literally how we feel. Last week's show was just a fever dream to me. I listened <laughs> back to it. And I'm like, we shouldn't release that. That's bad. I don't think it was as bad as you think it was. Well, Contrary to your belief, you're wrong. I want to do a show that's going to inject some levity into the show. I got a little bed for it. It's okay. going to make it feel a little bit more fun. Uh, we're going to learn something. And and again, you know, I, I, I don't want to sound like a xenophobe here, but... What? What? 
Go on, I guess. But it's just, I feel like all of this uh, worldly stuff is being forced on us. Let's get back to, let's know our our history a little bit. I think it's time, Tyler, to get to know an American. Is that so bad? No, not at all. Do we? Do we? Are, are we allowed to know Americans anymore? Absolutely, absolutely. It's uh, we have culture just like everybody else. Yes, ours, we do. Ours is a little bit more modern. We haven't sure. been around as long. Sure, but we got it. Like sour cream, Tyler. Tyler, have you ever heard the name J. Paul Getty? J. Paul Getty. Is that the inventor of Getty Images, right? It is not, Tyler. J. Paul Getty founded the Getty Oil Company in 1942. What are the the chances? The same name there. Oh, thanks for nothing. In 1966, the Guinness Book of World Records crowned him the world's richest private citizen, estimated at 1.2 billion, Tyler. And, that, <laughs> and Tyler, that was in 1966. Uh, it, approximately $7.5 billion in 2020. So he was a wealthy man. That, that is a lot of money. Now, here is the thing about J. Paul Getty. He was famously frugal, Tyler. What does that mean? Uh, it means he did not like to spend his wealth. He was one of the richest men in the world, and he also did not like to spend his wealth. Would you like to hear some examples of this, Tyler? Absolutely. You have to explain yourself. Here are some examples of J. Paul Getty being cheap, and I want to know what you think about it. Here we go. He hand-washed his clothes because he didn't want to pay to have them laundered. What do you think? Yeah, that's pretty bad. Okay. That's pretty bad. For a billionaire? Yeah. What about... He would reuse envelopes, rubber bands, and office supplies. What do you think about that? I mean, yes, certain office supplies are meant to be reused, but they're also cheap. Uh, That one's not as bad. Okay, great. What what about this? When someone would send him a letter or a note, instead of writing back to them on a new sheet of paper, he would respond in the margins (laughs) of the original, Tyler. That just brings up uh, anxiety because that reminds me of every teacher grading my homework ever. What is this bullshit? (laughs) Did you write this with your left hand? Okay, how about this? He had a payphone installed in the foyer of his home, so people had to pay oh, to make fuck phone. you. What's the matter? Fuck you. Uh, what, you're a billionaire and you're going to make me pay to call out of... I mean, fuck you, So dude. you like that less I'm, I'm picking up, Tyler. That's the most egregious one by far. His fifth wife claimed that Getty had scolded her for spending too much on the terminally ill son they had together's medical treatment. Oh, Jesus. Okay, now we're getting into evil shit here. What? He is, he's too evil. No, he's frugal, Tyler. That is evil. And finally... Your cancer is costing us too much money. When his grandson, John Getty III, got kidnapped, he was so cheap that he refused to pay the ransom. A few months later, an envelope containing a lock of hair and a human ear arrived in the mail. He agreed to pay $2.2 million of the $3 million demand because that is the maximum that would be tax deductible. He lent his son the remaining $800,000 at 4% interest. The boy was traumatized and released. After a stroke being bought on by a cocktail of drugs and alcohol in 1981, Getty III was rendered speechless, nearly blind, and partially paralyzed for the rest of his life. Jesus Christ. Frugal, Tyler. Evil Ryan. He died at the age of 54. Oh, see? And that... There you go. No, the grandson, Tyler. Oh, Jesus. So cheap. He refused to pay his grandson's ransom. Yeah, that's Tyler. that's he he went from frugal to being a straight up bastard very quickly there. And that's get to know an American or whatever. Jesus Tyler. Christ! He's if cheap. that doesn't was, if that doesn't he was cheap. Show you everything that's wrong with 
America. How much do you think it costs to ship an ear, Tyler? Probably less than the ear itself, I would imagine. If you send it by boat, I think it's about a buck an ear. Tyler, we need to take a break, and when we come back, I will have more bad puns. What's going on, everybody? Ryan Menendez here. Now, I know that you're such a fan of this podcast, you already know it, but part of this advertising is me explaining shit to you that you already know. Buckle up! So much of this podcast is based on me being a total kook. Now, a bunch of people have reached out to me, and they have let me know that they want to be a kook too. Now, this isn't something that you just stumble on. It doesn't happen by accident. you got to put in practice. 10,000 hours, am I right? So what you need to do is read the books that I read. Now, what we've done is we have signed up to work with Audible so you can read the books to become a kook like me. Thoseguysyouhate.com. Now, here's what Audible wants. They want for you to go over there and get a free book that I'm offering you so you can read, you can get on board, you could sink below the waters and end up in the same place that I am. And what they're hoping is, is that you'll get that free book, you'll sign up, and then you'll forget to unsign up, and then they can charge you at least once, okay? You know it, I know it, we all know it. Beat the system by breaking that contract before that happens, or stay with them and continue to learn and grow and flourish like a big boy. So if you go to thoseguysyouhate.com right now, all of my reading recommendations are there. You could sign up and get the book for free, and then you have 30 days to cancel your membership, and you don't get beat on the deal you know you won't because you're lazy that's why you haven't moved out of your parents house we love you thank you for supporting those guys you hate and let's get back to the show those guys I, 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 you hate what do you got those guys you hate red circle red circle hum football tyler uh, yeah, yeah. What about it? It's all up in us. <laughs> let's, let's not phrase it that way. I, I, it's, been, it's been a long time since we've had something to cheer about down here and we're having a little bit of fun. Yeah, well, we've had the Miami Heat for quite a while who have, who have always been a professional organization. We had those four amazing years with LeBron. I'm just talking about football. But, yes, Miami but, Heat, the best of the best. But now they've reversed. Now the Heat are nothing to look at and the Miami Dolphins are actually something to talk about. They well, are, they're a high-flying offense in the NFL. It's extremely exciting. Well, they have been something to talk about, but it's only like when, you know, our offensive line coach is doing cocaine off of a off of a desk talking to a stripper. Now, nah, you and I watch different videos, yeah. but... Yeah. So, Tyler, I need for you to give me some of the information that I don't truly want. Give me Ryan Menendez's observations. Ryan. All right, Ryan, for this Ryan Menendez observations, I, I, this is just a behavior I've seen and I need an explanation to. Do you not care about life? You, you just so willy nilly in this regard. Are, are you just nihilistic at this point? Because I walk around this house. I'm not sure what you're talking about, but the answer is yes. <laughs> I walk around this house and we have a lot of equipment. Our computers are very expensive. I don't say that to brag. I'm just acknowledging the the, the amount of funds that have gone into them. Mm-hmm. And you leave your equipment hanging off of countertops. Such as? I walked into the kitchen to cook some food yesterday, and your 
computer with your iPad on top of it was on the countertop right next to the incredibly hot oven that I was about to cook out of. Sure. And not only that, an inch or two off of the countertop. Who puts their, their, their electronics down and doesn't have it fully and totally on the countertop? What if you need it in a, in, in a quick, you know, you're running out of the house and you just need to reach over and grab it. There is something about, you know, some sort of an item not being fully secured on a table that does ruffle people's feathers. Something that costs thousands of dollars and you need in order to do this job? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm curious as to why. We have a corner of the counter, which I moved it to, grand old space for electronics. I, I mean, they could just stretch their legs and really, really move around. I don't really think about it, Tyler. I don't know. I guess I'll, I'll keep an eye on this. Behavior. Good God, man. Sorry, man. I, I saw this and I remember looking down at this, at this object and looking at it as if it was a person that had just offended me. I'm looking at it as if it just had spit in my face. I, I didn't mean to do this to you. I, I didn't really think about it. It's something I will keep an eye on and I'll try to fix in the future. I'm not legitimately angry. Or not. But I, I, one of those two. But I am curious as to why. How is that not something you think about? I don't know. That's a good question. Why don't I shut the doors when I'm in the kitchen or, or the cabinets? I, I'm not sure. Just how my brain works. Well, and that's a Ryan Menendez uh, observation that, that we're going to have zero information on. That one wasn't so bad. I was worried, but what, that one wasn't so bad. What were you thinking so I was going to... I noticed some tension every time I brought up Ryan Menendez observations. I, I, I just... I don't, I've got a lot you going... You think I'm going to air, like, actual dirty laundry? I've got a lot <laughs> going on right now, Tyler, and there could be a lot of things to be observed. When have I ever done something like that? That's why the show isn't good. Let's do Weekend Review! That's like a try. Yeah. Please tell the people what Week in Review is. Oh, passing the ball back to How me. about that? Well, Ryan, Week in Review is uh, when we go back to things that we have said the week before and we correct ourselves. And more importantly, we correct each other so you can all have a hearty chuckle at our ignorance. That is perfect, Tyler, because last week you said oh, that boy. the fappening mm -hmm. where many celebrity women had their private photos accessed. I noticed how the majority of the private parts, if not all of them, were vaginas. You said no that penises were, out there. You said that they were given away by loved ones of the celebrities. Was that true? Now, wait, 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 wait. Is incorrect. You're you're set, you're putting me in a corner that I don't want to be in because you're making it sound as if they gave them away. I said, hey, what if they were sent to each other and they were caught uh in transit, I guess. Well, they were they gained access and were stealing from private iCloud and Gmail accounts. Ah, that's so. Sucks. In other words, they were just hacking sure. into their actual iPhone information. Sure. Well, if you ever want mine, just give me a call. Sure, well, dude. We send out dick pics like business cards. Ryan, last week, what are you guys selling? Do you guys have Zoom on your phone asking for a friend? <laughs> now that means the app instead of a joke for a tiny penis. Yes. Ryan, last week you killed Gary Larson, the creator of the Farside comic. <laughs> he had it coming. Is he dead? He knows what happened. No, your opinion is incorrect. You are so incredibly lucky we don't have some kind of penalty or yeah. fine system because you would be so fine right now. Yep, that's exactly. I can't be trusted. And you are so fine. So it's a, quite the combination. Speaking of which. Which, uh, last huh? week, right. I appreciate it. I, I just thought that I was going to be, you know, just kind of let that go you off. You can't leave me hanging with just you so fine, That's, one brother to another. You blow my mind. Tyler, last week we vaguely discussed people experimenting on themselves. Did I look it up? Yeah. There are many times where people experimented on themselves. Turns out scientists be crazy, y'all. Mm -hmm. um, we have Humphrey Davy 
who breathed nitrous oxide. We have Nicholas Sean, who pumped hydrogen into his gastrointestinal tract. And we have Daniel Zagberry, one of many, who injected himself with AIDS. Do you have a follow-up on that last one? He inv- he was the first person to ever take the AIDS vaccine and inv- injected himself with AIDS in the 80s. Did it work? It worked. Whoa! How about that? How about that? Betting, so Betting on themselves. I mean, no kidding. So those three people each in, uh, invented those three things and used them on themselves. Um, I don't think that Humphrey Davy invented nitrous oxide. Mm. I just looked up people who experimented on themselves and just took little clips out of fair it. Enough, fair enough. And I believe the origin of that story was when we were talking about LSD or acid and, sure. and the scientists use it on himself. Ryan, we mentioned the gold standard a few times on this show. And after last week, I decided to look up what happened to it. Did I find out? Yeah. We actually dropped the gold standard in 1971. Right after Wizard of Oz came out. I don't think those two things have anything to do with each other, but sure. I'm bad with chronology. We haven't used it in over 50 years. Huh. Maybe it's time to drop it entirely. So, in which we're based off of a fiat monetary system, which we still don't know what that is. Well, up until uh, the Fed was created, which was in the 19-teens, I believe, it really helped keep inflection, uh, inflation in check because a certain amount of gold was worth a specific amount of money. Sure. So it didn't fluctuate very much. Understood. But after the Fed was created, which now regulates the amount of our money, inflation has risen over 2,000% in those 100 years. That's that government just giving it back to you. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. trying to make the world a little bit better replace your money a dollar at a time. Um, and you know what? I've actually heard some of this bandied about with everything that's going on with cryptocurrency right now. I've heard about, you know, a lot of financial terms have been, you know, levied back and forth and where they're talking about this Bitcoin situation mm-hmm. where they have no actual backing from the American banking system. So all those people are, as they say in France, fucked, Tyler. Absolutely. I believe that's worldwide, (laughs) Ryan. And uh, yes, not only that, uh, I believe the guy just disappeared. Like with FTX, the the third largest cryptocurrency and the name of our Miami Heat arena down here in Miami. Bang Brothers Arena? I think think he just disappeared. Yeah, yeah. He was like a 30-year-old billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now he's a 30-year-old disappeared billionaire. Wearing sandals and jeans, you know, on the run. Yeah. Tyler, last week we discussed McDonald's ad of build your own burger. Can uh, the public be trusted? Absolutely not. Nah, your opinion is incorrect. Now, this is somewhat of a visual gag because they gave you the opportunity to go on there and like click on different ingredients and it would virtually build your burger there in front of you. Unless somebody's making that burger, I don't, I'm not interested. Sure. Well, no, you could go to a participating McDonald's and pick up your burger. Are you guys insane? Here's the problem. And again, visual gag because you got to see some of these, but here's the names of just a handful. You had the Virgin Cream Pie. You had the Anti-Ramadan. You had the Auschwitz Flame Grill. Oh, that's important. Yeah, the Hyman Collider. That was funny. And my personal favorite, the used roasty. Ew. Yeah, uh, like, had like a vagina. That's not appetizing. Yeah, I need it. Uh. Ryan, last week you asked the question, how does Facebook have a monopoly? Did I look it up? I think we asked, does Facebook have a monopoly? But either way. Yeah. It basically comes down to having too much control on the market. Yes, there are other options for social media, technically. 
But Facebook is such a dominant powerhouse everything runs through them. Think of every website you've ever logged into. They have a login through Facebook option. Now there's a login with Amazon option or pay with Amazon, whatever. They have such, they can crush the competition without batting an eye and no company should have that power. And now we're seeing a handful of companies have that power. So so we're we're doing well, Ryan. We're we're, we're, we're headed in the right direction. I've never met a tech giant i didn't love tyler last week we discussed the nfl is it big on tv yeah kind of big right yeah, it's kind of big tyler uh www.sportspromedia.com I, i'm sure there's an http in there somewhere very dramatic www <laughs> delivered the, in 2021 75 of the top 100 most watched u.s broadcasts was the NFL. Yeah, they control... Speaking of a monopoly. TV, yeah, and that's the thing is now, as the older generations die off, and as... Uh, stream- that's fast enough, am I right? Streaming, I'm just going to run away from that as quickly as possible. Uh-huh. Ryan wants to kill old people. Uh, the fact that streaming is becoming bigger and live TV is shrinking, football is like the one... Beacon within live TV or or sports. You're you're absolutely right. Of course, NFL is at the top of that list, but it's the only thing that you have to be there at the same time. Now you have Game of Thrones or you have these media explosions where people want to have the water cooler talk the next day. But with sports, if you watch it two hours later, you miss the boat. You don't get to experience it with everybody. Absolutely. And that's the thing. It's just like what you said with Game of Thrones. The moment the game's over everybody's talking about it. Yep. If you don't know the score, you're about to. And what's the point of watching a show if you can't, you know, be part of the pop culture topography of just the mundane social chatter that makes me sad? Yeah, you had me thinking you were asking a legitimate question and then you really petered off with negativity Isn't that there. weird how that goes? <laughs> Isn't that the old shell game, Tyler? I am, uh, I am done with my week in reviews. And that leaves us, Tyler, with an international hello, a French mm. kiss to Egypt, and we'll be on our way. What is it with you and the French people that the uh, this episode? It's a few French references, as they say in France. Fuck you! I just saw <laughs> I just saw Greece recently. Oh. <laughs> Daddy, Egypt, Ryan. Heard of it? And so as we discuss Egypt, I have to acknowledge that almost every fact I first came upon when looking up facts of Egypt were about ancient Egypt, Ryan. Of course. It's so hard to find common facts about Egypt. It was really popping back in the day, wasn't it? Well, in just the way that we have almost romanticized ancient Egypt, the way that almost anybody can speak uh, in a general sense about it, because it's so widely known. Hey, you got the pyramids, you got the Sphinx, you got Cleopatra, pharaohs, all that sure, stuff. Sure, sure. It's uh, there's a, it, it's almost like Greek mythology, like like Rome. There's a Absolutely. lot to unpack there, and there's so much stories behind sure. all this stuff, all the different gods that they pray to, and and there was so much discovered. I, I, they found all of those tombs, and still are, yeah, still are. There's a lot of spaces out there that haven't been checked yet, and they all have one thing in Tutankhamun common that's where it ends right that was the joke you don't have a follow-up to that wait suck my nefertiti's 
Not where I thought we were going, but I'm, I can't say I'm disappointed. We will definitely remove that from the, the final. Edit. I can't say I'm disappointed. What is the point of the show, Tyler? I don't know. Yeah. To entertain ourselves. Okay. <laughs> check in. Not even each other. Deal. <laughs> well, Ryan, I'm going to give you two ancient facts, ancient Egypt facts, and then I'm going to give you two current facts. Current facts. Okay. I got to tell you, ancient Egypt sounded like it was doing a lot better than current Egypt. Sorry, current Egyptians. A lot of... Um, Problems with the government. Do I have that correct? Quite a bit, Ryan. Sure, the whole sure. the whole humanitarian thing. The word has not made it over there. Not yet. a big deal, yeah. So Ryan, recent research has come out because you and I have said many times on this show that if you want to build something as grand, as large, as awe-inspiring as the pyramids, you just have to throw slaves at it and not worry about the body count. Done and done. That is not the truth, Ryan. Pyramids were not built by slaves. Recent research that is now generally accepted by the community, scientific community, it has actually been proven and accepted that the pyramids were built by artisans. They were paid laborers and only the best in their craft were allowed to work on the pyramids. Now, did they have they come to 100% know how the pyramids were built? We can review. We can review. Because that has been a topic of much discussion, and I want to say that it was proven over the last five years. Aliens? But, but well, that was proven over 60 years okay, ago. Okay, cool. No, but I would really like to look that up. So definitely interesting we can review. Uh, Cleopatra, Ryan. Heard of her? Cleopatra, closer to the uh, Apollo mission than she was to the building of the pyramids. Actually, Greek, not even Egyptian, and super horny, Ryan. Really? Super horny. You yourself told me of the fact that she had the marble tiles polished at all times so she could admire her bush. Admire her long and luxurious pubic hair. That is correct. Sure. But it has also been proven that Cleopatra may have been, maybe not the inventor, but the user of the world's first vibrator. Really? As they would, and it's true, they would capture bees. I've heard of this. Put them in a container, and then when you... Shook them up. Sure. They would be very upset and vibrate the device. And now, don't shake too hard because if they get loose, you're in trouble. You're just going to end up chasing the dragon, and at some point, you're releasing the bees, not unlike Mr. Burns. <laughs> <laughs> well, with this, if it feels this good inside the box, sure. imagine what they feel outside the sure. box. And Ryan, for the two current facts, not great on humanitarian anything their their government why is that is their government i mean just Cor like corruption any any totalitarian government they don't care about human rights if you have a facebook or social media account in general with over five thousand followers there is a department in the government that will track your movement after you have accumulated over five thousand followers beautiful what's beautiful uh, just, you know, I like that when you have a, a government that let's say it's hands on, like they're very interested in what's going on with their constituency and they want to, it's them trying to get to know their populace. They want to make sure that if you need any backup, we're literally right here. We I, are right behind you. I need your ideas to just be filtered into my ears at all times. The way that you can just turn such a negative thing positive, there may be hope for the world. I like this. <laughs> I, I, I think that we should be doing more of this. And finally, Ryan, Yo. the presidency, the current presidency of Egypt was created in 1953. Is it a president? President. Okay. In 19, yeah, they're not doing pharaohs anymore. Okay. In 1953 and until 2015, not a single president voluntarily left office. They were all 
assassinated. Oh, right. just, they just, oh, oh, I see. They were all killed off before they could leave office. What about Gaddafi? Was he Egyptian? Am I asking you questions you don't know? Yeah, the that one to? I don't know. We can review. We can review that too. Um, and, and and so wait a minute. So they don't have a, a set term for presidents over there? No, they do. They just never made it to the end of it. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They they never the made most it. dangerous of games. They never made it to the end of their term until, and I don't know the man's name, in 2015 when he was able to voluntarily step down. <laughs> That is scary, man. And, and it really gives you appreciation for how good we have it here. Are we? Are, 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 I mean, we may not have made it to political assassination yet, but I wouldn't call what we have right now good. It's certainly not perfect, but I think what we have here is a lot better than a lot of other places. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Give me this are, are over we North not Korea. Are we not allowed to say that anymore? No, I just, I, I'm hesitant to call what we have here good, but in terms of perspective, yes, it's much better than what is... Uh, what else is out there? Sure. For sure. Sure. Let's sure. hold on to this last shred of democracy while we well, can. Well, I can. You, yeah. can't, you can't take it from I me. I want to sleep with it. Uh, Ryan. Yo. That is international hello in Egypt. Welcome to the Menendez family. Not welcome. you government, but but to you people out there. Well, welcome. you know what? I'll even say welcome to the government. I, I say get them on in here. You know, we don't agree with everything that you do, but we're hoping to see an uptick in your behavior uh, uh, because we know we that there's good inside of you. Well, you know what? I will say to the one person in Egypt that did listen to us, I'm assuming it's a government official. Of so, course. hey, government official, Absolutely. good to see you. Hey, and, and feel free to track us. Have everybody there in your <laughs> yeah. office download our show and have them track us too, Tyler. Great job uh, this week. Uh, great job, buddy. Yeah, man. Let's, uh, let's build on this show, not unlike the pyramids and... Tell people how they can get in touch with there us. There we go. That's what I was looking That's what for. I, it took me a little while to get there. Ladies and gentlemen, just go to thoseguysyouhate.com and click on the subscriptions there. You can write to us at podcast at thoseguysyouhate.com. If you, you don't can, do it, I'll kill myself. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what? You'll kill yourself? It's a, it's a figure of speech, Tyler. It's not a figure of You've speech. You've never heard somebody say that? Like uh, crazy exes and stuff. Like, sure. Like if they don't, if he's not going to kill himself, ladies and gentlemen, and suicide is not the answer. We can take this moment to just go to those guys. You hate.com and subscribe. I don't even know what the hell we're doing at the end of the show. <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Don't push me, Tyler. Good God, Ryan. You're right, you're right. I'm going to ask you, you know, I know you're going first. Ryan, what's the moral of the story? You suicidal maniac. Don't joke about suicide. The moral of the story is that's, that's too extreme. I, I shouldn't have done that. I don't know why I have this problem where I, I have to go to the extremes just to make people like me. I'm sorry. And, I, I'm not going to kill myself. It's slightly growth because usually it's your extremes are attacking others. Sure. This one was just you threatening your own life. I'm way too narcissistic <laughs> to ever do that's, any harm to myself. That's what I was going to say. I've been deeply <laughs> depressed many times, and the idea of getting rid of me has never been a thought. <laughs> Tyler, what's the moral of the story? Sorry about that to everybody. I got to tell you, man, in a way, the way you brought it back at the end, there is slightly beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I love myself so much that I don't glare into the hatred for myself. Uh, Ryan. Yo. Uh, the moral of the story is, you know what? You kind of taught me something right there. Huh. There are... Every country has problems, and as we see in our political discourse, every single day that passes, it seems to be getting a little bit worse. But nevertheless, it is good to keep perspective and know that no matter how bad it is, it could always be worse. Does that mean that the problems that we have aren't important or don't matter? Of course not. It's just good to remind yourself of, uh, of what you do have, basically. Absolutely, and I think that we have to be very careful on this show where we do like to point out the problems that we see and what we see is here in America. We also love America, and I think we need to make that distinction and that we love being here. I mean, I guess I can only speak for myself. I, I wouldn't want to live in any other country than this. 
For sure, but I think it's also important to acknowledge that if you do love something, take family for certain, you hold them to a specific standard. For to sure. just say that, hey, we love something, so, you know, fuck it. Not, I don't mean this on you. I was going to say, I, I don't think I'm giving that idea not, at all. Not at all. I think there are a lot of people out there where it's, hey, you either love this country for what it is, don't ask questions, or you get out. Well, that's, what the fuck is that? That's definitely <laughs> not the, the theme of this show. And no, no, not I, I at all. I think you know me, the people that I hold in the most esteem, I expect the most of. Sure. And I feel that way sure. about my country as well. I would like for this to be the land of the free that I was promised. And it feels like it becomes less and less of that gotcha. every single day. We're back. <laughs> We're moving to Switzerland. Uh, Say it. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you. Red Circle. Red Circle. Mm-hmm. How you doing? Doing good, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing okay. How's your face feel? This is the first time you've been clean-shaven in quite a long time. It's naked, Tyler. My face, it is naked. Yeah, you went all in on the 70s birthday party for our stepmother, and you 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 put your beard in a, in a very precarious position, one sure. that, that could not be uh, continued. I still have it. If you if you want it, I have it in a left it off to the side. I have it in a locket upstairs, sure. so I can always keep it near me if I want to. Yes, I. Uh, you know what? It, it was almost an experiment in ego, as everything apparently is, because my ego dominates everything. 
uh, do I really want to commit myself to this party enough to where I have to shave my beard? And I'm glad I did. It was fun. Turns out I can rock a pair of mutton chops and, uh, and the Hulk Hogan mustache together. It was it was a sight to behold. Yes, Ryan, he had a, a, a great beard across the span of his lower face, and he put two direct lines uh, straight down next to his mouth well, the, to the, create the mutton chops. The, well, the Hulk Hogan mustache, everybody well, knows it's like the the upside down U around your mouth. You shaving your the bottom part of your chin, just <laughs> that was hilarious. That oh, was my favorite part. Gotta tell you, hurt like a bitch. <laughs> My, my face is just not accustomed to it. Sure. And now it is so strange to feel air on my face in a place that I haven't for decades. Mm-hmm. Got to uh, air it out every once in a while. I don't like it. I, I personally don't like it. I know this is a little egomaniacal, but no. my face, a little too fleshy for my particular taste. <laughs> it's showing too much skin. You can't see where the lines are and shit. It's just an amorphous blob of pink. Is there any insecurity there without hair on your face? I th- do you think about it? Sure. I mean, I'm insecure about my face when I do have hair on it. No, but, but I just this thing that we're so used to for absolutely. so long and I get rid of it. There's this uh, discomfort almost, I would for imagine. Sure. For sure. I think I look better with the beard, but, you know, it's nice to mix it up every now and then. No big deal. Just a little, just a little ego lost. Good. Yeah. Good for you. I could use it. Good for you. Siphon that little bad boy off every every bit. Every now and then. Bit by bit. Like uh, Tim Robbins' character in Shawshank Redemption. I just walk out into the yard and I shake a little bit of my ego out of my my pant leg. You know what I mean? Yeah, but if you keep going down that trail, you're going to be wind up crawling through a pipe of poop, Ryan, yeah. to what? escape said ego confinement. Unfortunately, Tyler, that is a metaphor for life. Speaking of crawling through a pipe of poop... Do you remember last week I told you about the conundrum that I was having with those shoes that were delivered to me on accident? Yeah, yeah, and they accidentally delivered you two extra pairs. Three extra pairs of very expensive shoes. So it was a total of four pair? From China. Why did you say it like that? <laughs> Doesn't didn't Trump famously uh, have like some sort of a sound clip of, of him saying China? Well, I guess we'd have to find it. A week in review. And so I told you that I was kind of left at odds because I wanted to be a good role model for my son, who is mm-hmm. a, 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 he loves shoes, he loves feet, he's a pedophile. Well, he means a feet, a, a foot connoisseur, Isn't that as what I it were. A uh, pedophile. No, you said pedo. You did an I emphasis. Did not. You said oh, an dude. emphasis on the O. No, I would never risk it. And he is a collector of things. He is at that age where, much like I was at that age, that he likes stuff. He just likes the, the, the purchasing of stuff. My little consumer. Yeah. And uh, the thing is, is that, so I wanted to, uh, you know, uh, do what I think is the right thing. Yes, it's a victimless crime, I guess. But so nonetheless, I started the conversation at our mom's house while everybody was there. And what happened to me, I felt like people were kind of looking at me sideways, like, okay, I got you in terms of, Okay, I see you on your soapbox here. I see your even mom, who's like, uh, I mean, it's from China, as if that means that it's okay to steal it. And, and and here's my my overall point. I think sometimes when you're trying to do the right thing, you come off as a douche, and it scares people off from doing the right thing. Sometimes, do you follow with me on that? 
I think that comes down to a, a self-confidence thing because it doesn't matter what other people's judgments are because, well, you are going to find people out there. And I'm wondering how much of this, if you don't mind me saying, is is assumption on your part, like where, where maybe you think of yourself in that way, in that moment, so then you project that thought process onto others? Well, I've always had this issue with why do people do nice things? Because of the way that it makes them feel. We've d discussed this for such a long time. And for whatever the reason, I seriously do question my motives. I, I, I always have. I mm. mean, this goes way back beyond the podcast. I always had this desire to do right. And I always wondered why. Like, am I just like a... Anyway, I don't want to go fully down that. Maybe you're just naturally uh, uh, drawn to doing the right thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. As a matter of fact, it's quite the opposite. It's very good. But the point that I'm talking about is, I think a lot of times people can be labeled as a goody goody. Or I, I see this in my son sometimes. I think he's got a great heart. Mm -hmm. I think he's a really kind kid. He also doesn't want to be labeled a nerd or a dork in school for showing that kindness. You know, does that make sense? It does. But I think when we reach a certain age and by we, I mean, literally you and me, 45, Tyler. we are, Oh, I, oh. I, I'm aiming for 45. I got some time. <laughs> I think that we need to shed those early, uh, uh, that is ego, what you're talking. We Absolutely. need to shed those early uh, insecurities that we developed early in life because even if people do want to label us a goody-goody, fucking label me a goody-goody. I don't give a shit. I'm going to still do good. The only point that I'm making here is in this household of people who are all there for family dinner and what I would say is a household filled with moral, kind people, there was not a single person who was like, I like it. You should get in touch with them. Not a single person said that. You should get in touch. What, what do you mean? You should get in touch with the company. See what they want you to well, do. Well, Martin said, said that, didn't he? Did yeah. he say wait a week and then and then call over there? Afterwards. After I said, I, I think that this is the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I, could, I also couldn't, at the same time, get somebody to say, hey, do you think that keeping these shoes without mentioning it to anybody is the right thing to do? Mm -hmm. Nobody said yes to that either. So... Again, I know it's always me-centric, but I believe there's some sort of a metaphor there of sometimes doing the right thing can be tough. If somebody drops their wallet on the floor, do you ever do the mental gymnastics of like, if I bend down and pick that up, are they going to think I'm robbing them? Are yeah. they going to think it's weird? Yeah, yeah. It's this on a grander scale. That 97-year-old woman looks way quicker than me. There's no way I'll get down there fast like, enough to get it She had the her. reflexes of an ancient <laughs> cat. Like from Egypt, it was amazing. No, and, and, and that's what I mean. I think a lot of times it's not as blatant as this. It's not as obvious as this. But I think a lot of times we opt, and I can only speak for myself, to not do something that would make me feel good because I'm worried of how it's going to come off. I, that happens to me all the time. Uh, my ego is going crazy right now because I would like to just call myself out that not only said you should send them back and set a good example, but I was actively talking to RJ about what it would mean if, oh man, I'm doing the thing where I'm just calling myself doing out. Doing it. That was terrible. No, that was and, terrible. And, and, I just white knighted the situation, my lady. <laughs> Always about color with you. Uh, um, oh, black knighted, and, excuse and, me. And time of day. <laughs> and, and here's the thing. I, I just think that that's okay. I mean, that's what this show basically is, right? You and I kind of trying to come to terms with some of these things. I was the moral one, ladies and gentlemen. Going, going from a place where you and I were so worried about ourselves. We grew up in a very selfish way and now trying to make that leap. It's almost like going from one side of the river and the Oregon Trail. Sometimes somebody's going to get dysentery and go down the river. Am I right? They're getting dysentery as they're wading oh. across the river? <laughs> they're, up shits, they're up shits creek, Tyler. <laughs> Glad I was able to assist on that. Full 
fecal circle. So is there an ending to this story? Well, I guess not. The shoes are still sitting there. I sent them an email. They have not responded. Okay. So all this could be for naught. So you but, but I did the right I did the right thing. Maybe we'll end up with these shoes for free, but at least I can say I tried. You met them halfway. I, I'm, I'm now, not making a phone call, but I'll send an email. I, they don't give you a phone number. Uh, I mean that, that, that makes sense. Ain't actually. that the way of business yeah, nowadays? Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really thinking about catching a bird to Shanghai, <laughs> Tyler. <laughs> what? I don't know. I and just I really want to prove my point here. I am the most moral and you will know by the shoes on my feet. I'll pay double. Well, and this really goes to show because I would say that our mother is a very moral and just person, but as long as it doesn't involve China. But it speaks to justification, the way that we can justify our immoral behavior and give it these gray areas where normally this is stealing. But because it came from China, and it's like, what are we doing here? Either you believe in this or you don't. Exactly. And that exactly is it. The rationalization is all of our superpowers to get what we want. Yep. And, my, and, and I've got to say this. I'm always on here singing the praises of my son, and I love him, and he's he's a, a flawed human being just like all of us. Mm. But what I know of him and what I know of his insides, let me rephrase that. What I know. He's performed open heart surgery on him. Saved his life. <laughs> I shrank myself down to a miniature size and injected myself into his body, you weirdo. I love that movie. So um, what I know of him all changed when it came down to something he really wanted. And I believe that's a symptom of being 14 years old. But but uh, it, well, it, it, also, it upset me. It, well, and of course, because that's... Uh, reflecting all those things within you, but it's us. He's learning where he gets up to that line and he's discovering that extreme. And it's like, oh man, I'm a moral person, but damn it, do I want those shoes? And and does he really want the shoes? I mean, he thinks he does. He thinks he does. And that's all that, that's all that matters. Exactly right. All right, Tyler. Um, and my last thing that I have here, and may I just say, this is growth. You have to go through these experiences to learn. Sure, you yeah. have to make mistakes. And, he has to make mistakes, and not just him. Me as a parent, you know what I mean. And and I'll wait for that email to come back. And if it doesn't come back, we get the shoes. And and I did my best. Yeah. My last thing that I have here for the pregame, Tyler, have you ever had someone, and I think we're seeing more and more of these people as time goes on, someone who is so fervent about something. They talk you off your point, even though you agree with them. You can agree with what they're saying, but you're like, brother, oh, chill. You're, you're, you're flipping me out right now. You are speaking to extremism, where yeah. if you could prove any point you want, but if you come at me with, you are going to believe this, I'm going to disagree with sure. you just because you're sure. being a dick. Absolutes are wrong all of the time, Tyler. <laughs> but the fact of the matter is, there's a guy at my gym, and, and here's my issue. When I go to the gym, I'm in a... Uh, Certain state of mind. Yeah. I wouldn't really know how to paint it. A hazy state. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. I, I, I wouldn't. Cloudy mind. I wouldn't want to, uh, you know, put a color on it, but let's call it a purple hazy state. What so, color with you? So, <laughs> so there's a guy. What, what happens to me is because I like saying hi to people. I see these people every single day, but also I'm not trying to get into a big conversation. Yeah. I'm not trying to stop doing everything that I'm doing. If I talk for more than 30 seconds, I am now out of it and I want to go home. And there are people that treat this like a club, not a fitness club, just a fucking club where you go and hang out and you just talk. I see you giant muscular men sitting around the machine I want to use. No, I'm not going to ask for it. All your stuff is there. Please stop gyrating. Jesus. But there is uh, what happens to me is I end up to some degree speaking in platitudes and it sucks because it's like, hey, what's up, man? How you doing? Just doing it, bro. We're, you know, just like talking in these. Give it 110 sh- yeah, percent, boss. It's embarrassing. <laughs> but there is a guy there 
who brings it to a level that uh, it's like I'm speaking to a preacher. And, sure. and he just throws me so off my block that I disavow everything that I've ever believed when talking to this guy. Sure, even though you guys probably match up uh, simpatico on thoughts. No, I, I hope not. If I'm looking into a mirror, Tyler, I will take the seven years no, bad luck. No, no, that's, that's not what I meant. You guys just might have the same moral standpoint, but he could get you to believe in murder is right simply because he's taking the opposite opinion. We do. He's all of a sudden turns into like a Baptist preacher. He's like, God is good, and I'm out here, and I'm grinding uh, on my day, man. and I want to we'll do it. And I'm like, 110% isn't scientifically possible. Will. Sir, save that for your close friends. I don't need that shit. I can't imagine. We don't know each other like that. It really is uncomfortable. And I don't believe, I hate to say, it, it just, it seems so forced to Like me. a fake it till you make it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah there's yeah. no need for this, man. Yeah. If uh, whatever cult this is, can I just give you 10 bucks and you go on about your biz? You can let me off the yes. next stop. <laughs> I don't want to live here. <laughs> Yeah, and that's the thing is these people want to be this person and they go at it so hard and it's basically, can I, and, and I don't want to speak specifically about this person, but maybe, can I fake these attributes until they come to me naturally without ever looking inward and dealing with the central issue that is keeping you from becoming this moral and just person? Well, he's certainly, uh, and again, I'm sure he's a very nice guy and, and what he's saying is is good and I agree with it, but the ferocity and yeah. the intensity, it, 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 it withers me. Like yep. I, I retract from it. So that's it. That's that's pregame. I'll do it as scary Terry. That's pregame. <laughs> that's pregame, bitch. <laughs>